All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, see, I'm writing these things down, and I can't read my own writing, but I'm writing them down so that everybody will know, and then I hear the music, and when I hear the music, I talk. So next time, point to me. We'll go old-fashioned. No more electronic stuff. Point Cue, to me like this, challenge. like this. Give me one of these if, if I'm doing anything. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, the, the governor in about uh, six minutes, approximately. Is this a network feed? No, this will be on his website. All right, so I'll depend on you guys. I want you both to point at me when the governor is about to speak uh, because, let's see, it's a quick text. Athena's Greek palette, uh, uh, platter is amazing. Uh, the food there is the best is another one. And uh, let's get back to the callers. Uh, this would be Candace in Amherst. Candace, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Thank you for doing this on behalf of all restaurants. I, I'd love to do it. Uh, you're you're going to represent Rizzo's, which was one of the biggest names in, in food in the western New York area. Tell us about Rizzo's. Absolutely. First of all, I have to say that Mike Rizzo is one of the most compassionate and caring owners that I've ever had the pleasure of working for. So... We stand behind our owner who stands behind us. Good. Uh, nice to hear happy employees and, and good. you got good product. If people are coming in uh, and ordering takeout, what would you think would be your signature dish? Well, first and foremost, I want to definitely say that we are offering a corned beef dinner for four people for $49.99. Uh, they get traditional corned beef and cabbage, potatoes, carrots, applesauce with our homemade bread, salad, and dessert. So... That's a great deal in itself in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's kind of got pushed to the side because of what we're going through, but that's that's great. I think of Rizzo's. I think of, of good food, great food. Can they call ahead? Absolutely. They can call ahead. We're offering uh, 10 meals for $10 uh, featuring Rizzo's famous chicken parm. We're doing uh, cheese and pepperoni pizzas, the homemade lasagna, pasta and meatballs. We're offering chicken fingers and fries to be kid-friendly. We have a gluten-free eggplant zucchini parmesan with ricotta cheese. Of course, we're doing fish fries. Uh, we're also offering some items from our schnitzel restaurant that uh, we're doing Jaeger schnitzel with uh, red cabbage and spetzel, and we're offering a sausage platter as well. Plus, all of his restaurants are offering their full menu available for not only takeout but delivery as well. I love spetzel. I really do. When we went to Germany, we were searching all over and it's only offered in parts of Germany, but Spatzel is great. Give me your phone number, if you would, uh, Candace. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's 716-689-3600. And then they can also call Banchetti by Rizzo's to get any takeout from Bari, the same specials that I mentioned, 716-691-4045. And 10 uh, meals for $10. I don't know how you beat that. That's great. It's a great deal. Mike's a great person, and uh, he thinks of the community as well as himself. Well, good luck. The Rizzo name will move forward with great authority with this great uh, St. Patrick's Day special, too. Thanks, Candy. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Now, what is it that you just mentioned? Spatzel. Yeah, what is it? It's it's German. It's, uh, uh, what's it like? Uh, the closest thing I can think of, and uh, the woman who has a particular set of skills will, will scold me, because I know what I like, but I don't always know what, what they're made out of. It looks like little potato uh, whirl, swirls. They're German, very good. You know what you know what a dumpling in a Chinese restaurant is, right? Okay, just take the the the, uh, the covering part and twirl it around a little bit, and you got spatzel. That's not exactly a chef's description, but it's the best I can do. Let's go to uh, Anne in Lockport. Anne, you're on WBEN. Uh, good morning. Hello, Anne. Uh, what represent what uh, restaurant do you represent that people could uh, call and get good takeout? Um, I own the Seamus Restaurant in Lockport, New York. I'm really glad you called. You know why? I think of Seamus as a fine restaurant where you sit uh, sit down, to, uh, and I want people to know that you can take out. What, what do you have? What are your signature dishes? So today, happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. This would be normally our busiest day of the year. This is our Christmas time 10 day. So we're hoping somehow we can bring it home to people um, on St. Patrick's Day. Corned beef and cabbage, of course, we'll have. We have a wonderful ham dish. Um, we'll have, um, sorry, Irish lamb stew, mash, um, and a lot of our regular favorites as well. We have beautiful certified eggs, beef um, specials. We're going to try to keep as much seafood as possible in the house. We have fresh salmon and risotto dish. So we can get all our specialties as well as just a corned beef sandwich to go. So basically the only thing you're missing are the chairs. The people can come in, get whatever they want. Basically, and take it home and enjoy it. And the uh, quality of your food is is top notch. You have a great reputation, Anne. Uh, do you have a phone number where people could call ahead? I I sure do. It's seven one six four three three nine eight zero nine, and we will have um, takeout. Of course, we can bring it right to your car, and we are going to have a delivery service for people that are in need. That it's not as easy for them to get out than the Lockport and greater area. Well, I'm glad you're stepping up. A good menu, great a great uh, reputation, and available not only with the takeout but delivery as well. Thank you, Ann. Good luck for Seamus. Thank you. We're working hard to keep our staff employed, and we're very supportive of the whole community and hope people reach out to myself as well as other restaurants. In the well, well, anybody that comes into Lockport that asks me for a recommendation of a restaurant, you're always in the, in the inclusion there. So I keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Seamus, a good restaurant. All right, uh, so the the, uh, the governor could be any time now because it's 10-15. Are we going to go to the break? Yeah, let's go to the break. Let's go to the break, and we'll be back uh, right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. And now we go to the governor for a press conference. Uh, my brogue, but I was mocked mercilessly last time I did that for good cause. But happy St. Patrick's Day anyway. Sporting a little green just to carry on the tradition. Uh... Everybody knows James Malatris, our great uh, health commissioner, Dr. Zucker, Melissa DeRosa, secretary to the governor, Robert Mejica, budget director. Let me go through uh, an update. Uh, As you know, the situation changes daily now, uh, which is expected. This is an evolving situation. Numbers ramp up. That's been the experience in every country that this has visited. Uh, So we want to make sure that you understand that as the facts change, our strategy changes, right? We have a plan. We're sticking with the plan. The plan adjusts or moves as the facts move. Uh, First stage was always testing. The testing is now, uh, first step was testing and second step was containment. And they work together. The testing has ramped up. It's continuing to ramp up. It will be in the thousands per day. That is going very, very well. The state is managing its uh, testing capacity. We're working with the federal government on bringing on automated testing. That is all going very, very well, and the numbers are going up. Uh, Containment, we've taken a number of measures, uh, significant measures to do containment, and uh, that is working very well. On the containment side, we had a tri-state strategy, which is highly unusual, but highly effective. Uh, We worked with Connecticut and New Jersey, and we announced the same rules, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York. Why? You don't want people shopping different states because different states have different rules. You don't want people driving to Connecticut or New York or New Jersey because there's a different set of rules. So uniformity works. It's hard to do, but when you can do it, uniformity works. And we did that uh, yesterday with restaurants, bars, gyms, all closing 8 o'clock last night and staying closed today with uh, the caveat that they could sell Uh, off-premises by delivery, and the State Liquor Authority changed their rules to make that possible. Uh, We closed all schools. All schools are closed for a period of two weeks. Uh, And the 180-day SED requirement is waived for two weeks. At the end of two weeks, we may renew that period of time, but all all schools have the same period. Why? Because, once again, You need uniformity. You don't want a business having some employees in one school district that 
is open and one school district is closed. Uh, so in all this disruption and all this change, try to keep it as uniform as possible and the rules as uniform as possible. So uh, to the extent businesses can operate, people can live their lives, uh, keep it uniform. My phone has been ringing off the hook with a number of local officials saying people are very, very upset. Uh, who's upset about the gym being closed? Uh, who's upset about their restaurant is closed? Who's upset about uh, the bar is closed? Uh, actually, I've had the highest number of calls being complained about bars being closed. I don't know if that is statistically representative of anything, but that's just anecdotal. Uh, some people are upset about schools being closed. I said to the local officials, and I want to say to the people of the state of New York, if you are upset by what we have done, be upset at me. Uh, county executive did not do this. The village mayor did not do this. The city mayor did not make these decisions. I made these decisions. These were all state-ordered rules. It's not your local elected official. I made them because I believe they are in the best interest of the state. I know they cause disruption. I know people are upset. I know businesses will be hurt by this. I don't feel good about that. I feel very bad about that because I know we're going to have to then deal with that issue as soon as this immediate public health issue is over. But my judgment is do whatever is necessary to contain this virus and then we will manage the consequences afterwards. The old expression, the buck stops on my desk, the buck stops on my desk. Your local mayor did not close your restaurants, your bars, your gyms, or your schools. I did, I did. Uh, I assume full responsibility. Uh, again, these are all statewide rules because we don't want people shopping among different jurisdictions. You close the bars in New York City, but you keep them open in Nassau, all you'd see is a flood of cars going to the bars in Nassau. So the uniformity is important. Uh, it's also important that no local government puts any rules in place without first checking with the Department of Health, so the Department of Health can make sure that they are consistent with all other rules that we are about to put in place. Uh, mitigation is continuing uh, and is ramping up. Uh, there are many rumors out there, part of the fear, the anxiety, people spread rumors. Uh, well, maybe you're going to quarantine New York City. Uh, we hear New York City is going to quarantine itself. That is not true. That cannot happen. It cannot happen legally. No city in the state can quarantine itself without state approval. Uh, and I have no interest whatsoever and no plan whatsoever to quarantine any city. Uh, well, you contained the New Rochelle. We did a containment zone on New Rochelle, which was actually misunderstood. 
Nobody was contained in New Rochelle. Uh, there was no cordon around New Rochelle. You could come and go in New Rochelle as you wanted. The containment referred to the virus. All we did in New Rochelle was close the schools and close uh, places of large gatherings. So nobody was contained within New Rochelle. And nobody's going to be contained in any city in the state. Uh, so that's a deep breath moment. Uh, and the last part of the strategy is dealing with the health care system. And this is where we are now going to shift our emphasis. And I want people to understand uh, what we're going to have to do with the health care system, because that is now our top priority. And remember what we've been saying all along. There is a curve. Everyone's talked about the curve. Everyone's talked about the height and the speed of the curve and flattening the curve. I've said that curve uh, is going to turn into a wave and the wave is going to crash on the hospital system. I've said that from day one because that's what the numbers would dictate. And this is about numbers and this is about facts. This is not about prophecies or science fiction movies. We have months and months of data as to how this virus operates. You can go back to China. That's now five, six months of experience. So just project from what you know. You don't have to guess. We have 53,000 hospital beds in the state of New York. We have 3,000 ICU beds. Right now, the hospitalization rate is running between 15 and 19 percent uh, from our sample of the tests we take. Uh, we have 19.5 million people in the state of New York. We have spent much time with many experts projecting what the virus could actually do. Going back, getting the China numbers, the South Korean numbers, the Italy numbers, looking at our rate of spread because we're trying to determine what is the apex of that curve, what is the consequence so we can match it to the capacity of the healthcare system, match it to the capacity of the healthcare system. That is the entire exercise. Uh, the quote unquote experts, and by the way, there are no uh, phenomenal experts in this area. They're all using the same data that the virus has shown over the past few months in other countries, but they're extrapolating from that data. The expected peak is around 45 days. That can be plus or minus, depending on what we do. Uh, the, they are expecting as many as 55,000 to 110,000 hospital beds will be needed at that point. Uh, that, my friends, is the problem that we have been talking about uh, since we began this exercise. You take the 55,000 to 110,000 hospital beds, you compare it to a capacity of 53,000 beds, uh, and you understand the challenge. As many as 18,000 to 30,000, 37,000 ICU beds, okay? An ICU bed is different than a hospital bed. An ICU bed has additional equipment. 
most notably ventilators, and that's why you hear on the news ventilators are very hard to get uh, globally. Why ventilators? Because we're all talking about acutely ill, mainly citizen, senior citizens who have an underlying illness. They have emphysema. They ha they're battling cancer. They have heart disease. And then they get pneumonia on top of that. That's the coronavirus. They need to be intubated. They need an ICU bed. And that's the challenge. Uh, and that is, remains the challenge. And the numbers are daunting. What are we doing? Uh, everything we can. First, flatten the curve. Continue to flatten the curve so you reduce that peak demand. We announced dramatic closings yesterday to reduce the density. It's possible we will be doing more dramatic closings. Uh, not today, but uh, I'm talking to the other governors in the other states, showing that expected flow into the hospitals. It's clear we can't manage that flow. How can you reduce the flow? You reduce the spread. How do you, how do you reduce the spread? You close down more interaction among people. How do you close down more interaction? Well, yesterday we closed the bars, the gyms, etc. You would continue to close down things such as businesses. Uh, Italy got to the point where the only things they left open were grocery stores and pharmacies. Those were essential services, but they closed down everything else. We're not there yet, but I am telling you, we have to get down that rate of spread. Because whatever we do on the hospital side, we cannot accommodate the numbers uh, that demand on the hospital system. So again, we just enacted rules yesterday. We're not enacting any other rules today, but it is very possible because the numbers, as you'll see in a moment, are still going up. Whatever rules we come up with will be statewide rules. Uh, hopefully, it could be done with our surrounding states because the best way to do this is uniformity, no shopping, uh, among states, among cities, among counties. Everybody lives with the same rules, uh, so we don't have people on the road going back and forth trying to game the system. Uh, at the same time that you're trying to reduce the numbers coming into the hospitals, you're trying to increase the capacity of the hospitals. How do you do that? The hospital surge capacity. What is the surge capacity? Getting the existing hospitals to hold more people. Right now, there are rules and regulations about how many people can be in a hospital, how many people per room, how many square feet per bed, et cetera. That's for normal operating conditions. These are not normal operating conditions. We're examining the entire hospital system. What is the maximum capacity per hospital? If Department of Health waives their spatial rules, 
how many people can you get into hospitals? There is a meeting today with all the hospital administrators that I've asked Michael Dowling and Ken Rasky to run. Michael Dowling is a former Deputy Secretary of Health and Human Services, former Health Commissioner. Uh, Michael Dowling worked for, for my father as a Health Commissioner. I've known him 30 years. He's extraordinary. Ken Rasky, the same, represents all the hospitals. Uh, sitting down with the hospital saying, change your headset. This is not about how you normally do business. Frankly, forget the economics. What's the maximum number of people we can get into your hospital? And what do you need to do that? And what equipment do you need to do that? And what staff do you need to do that? We're going back to retired staff and we're asking them to contact us at this website, health.ny.gov assistance, to get former nurses, former doctors to sign up to be on call. We're also going to medical schools, nursing schools, to try to get additional medical personnel. Uh, and then we're talking about temporary construction of medical facilities. Uh, Obviously, when you're talking about 45 days, you have a limited capacity of what you can actually get done. But uh, I'm working with governments and organizations all across the state right now. Uh, how do we set up temporary hospital facilities? Even if they're not intensive care units, you can take people who are in the hospital beds, move them into a temporary medical care facility, and then backfill the bed. Uh, we're also working with FEMA, the Army Corps of Engineers, and the National Guard, and the uh, building trades unions uh, to help us on this issue. The numbers, total people tested to date, we're up to 10,000 people, which is obviously exponentially higher than it was and it's continuing to grow. Positive cases up to 1,300. New positive 432. Number of counties with cases continues to grow. Clinton County, Rensselaer County have been added to that. Our cases are again number one in the nation. Our number of deaths uh, now up to 12, 264 out of the cases are hospitalized. That's a hospitalization rate of 19%. That's higher than the normative uh, hospitalization rate, which is at about 15%, uh, but the 19% is higher. Again, keep this all in focus with what we know, the facts we know of what this disease does and what the impact is, which is the Johns Hopkins study, which has tracked every case since uh, China. A uh, couple of other points, and then we'll take your questions. Uh, we have, will open today in Nassau County, a drive-through testing office. We opened one in New Rochelle, it worked very well. We'll open Nassau today. We're going to open a Suffolk drive-through testing office, and we're going to open a Staten Island drive-through testing office. Uh, we're going to send up the paid family leave bill to the legislature today. 
Uh, I believe we have a three-way agreement on that. It will also have a provision to cover all people who are quarantined, uh, and we will be doing that also. We'll also be opening a Rockland drive-through testing facility. Uh, two other points. One, this is an extraordinary time in this nation's history. Uh, it will go down in the history books as one of those moments of true crisis and confusion and chaos. Uh, I lived through 9-11. I remember the fear and the panic uh, that existed in 9-11, where a single moment, your whole concept of life and society can be shaken, uh, where you need to see government perform at its best. You need to see people at their best. Uh, everybody's afraid, everybody's nervous, uh, how you respond, how you act. This is a That is uh, the governor's uh, press conference. Uh, he is continuing basically the gist of it. Most of what he said we, we've already uh, been aware of. One thing that I picked up, and I don't know if you picked that up, Tony. I don't know if you had your headphones on or not. He was saying that Italy uh, shut everything down except grocery stores and pharmacies. And then he said this one word that he says, we're not there yet. The word yet tells me that he in his mind is preparing uh, the fact that we may have to go there. And he want, I think that he's laying the groundwork a little bit at a time in case we do so it won't just totally come out of the blue and hit us. From what I've read, it, uh, the experts are saying it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, so uh, that's, uh, well, that's what we'll take away uh, from the governor's press conference. Uh, meanwhile, when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about, uh, because the only way you're going to get food from a restaurant is takeout. Uh, it is uh, banned to be uh, sit-down. Uh, it keeps the number of people uh, at a further distance. And if you need good food, you've got to know where you can get it. So far, uh, the people have called in regarding McDuffie's, Sorrentino's, uh, Lombardo's, uh, let's see, Londa's Restaurant, one of my favorites, uh, Athena Restaurant, Papa Leo's, Dirty Bird, <laughs> Rizzo's, uh, Seamus, uh, and uh, La as I said, Londa's. Uh, so uh, 803-0930, 1-800-616-9236, and star 930. Those are the uh, numbers to call if you'd like to tell us about your restaurant and your takeout. We want to uh, make it available. And the, the reason we, we're doing this is that uh, some of these uh, sit-down restaurants you don't think of when you're talking about takeout. You don't give it a thought. Uh, one was uh, pre-active pre was... Uh, uh, Spaghetti parm. Guess where you can get that? Chefs. Chefs on the go. So chefs already had an on-the-go restaurant. Uh, so uh, we'll add that to it, too, because the chef's main restaurant will be closed down. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get back to the calls. Thanks for your patience. Here we go. A couple of quick uh, texts, and then we'll get right to the phone. We're overloaded with calls today and in uh, response. Can you give a shout-out to a Gust of Sun winery in Ransomville, New York? Our tasting room is closed due to the executive order, but we are, we are doing curbside. So, yes, there we go. Uh, and let's see. Let's get back to the calls because we've uh, got a lot of them today. Dave, thanks for your patience in Lancaster. Dave, you're on WBEN. 
morning, Sandy. How are you? I'm fine, Dave. Uh, what do you want to tell us about today? Well, I work for Latina Foods, which is a local food supplier here. And a lot of the cust- uh, the restaurants that are calling you today, are many of our customers, and a lot of them, I'm sure, are listening. And I just want to get a message out that we're here to support the local restaurants. We have so many great restaurants in this town that support us, and we're here to support any of the local restaurants that need our help, and they can give us a call. If we can help in any way, we will. How good. Uh, that's, that's very, very good. Uh, so you, you're a distributor. You, have, you, you bring food to the restaurants? We, we distribute to uh, restaurants, all the local restaurants. We have school business. We have hospital business. So we have a, a wide variety of customers that we uh, service in this area. What kind of foods do you generally distribute? Uh, we're all over the board. We're full service, uh, Sandy. So fine dining, uh, quick quick service pizzerias, um, everything you can imagine from uh, all your cut meats or cheeses that you need, need. We supply many of the pizzerias in this town and a lot of the fine dining restaurants in this town. So we have we have a, just about everything you need. Just about everything. Well, it's good to see that uh, everybody's pulling together on this Latina Foods. We'll give you a nice salute for that. Thank you, and thanks for calling, Dave. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Uh, next one, I think, would be uh, right here. Uh, Jason in Buffalo. Jason, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy. Thanks for call, uh, taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, so I don't work there, but he's a great friend, and I just sat on hold for 59 minutes to represent him. Um, but probably the most popular restaurant on Hurdle in North Buffalo would have to be Costa's Restaurant. Um, I know you already had a couple of Greek restaurants call, but uh, Costa's at Hurdle and Parkside has been there 43 years. Wow. Phenomenal. And he's already had a great takeout business. Oh, so it's already there. So he, he, knows, the, he knows the drill. He knows the drill well. 43 years. He was 17 years old when he came to this country. He had nothing. He worked at a jeweler's on Pearl Street downtown for five years, saving up money to open up his restaurant. And now here it is, 43 years later. Is there another restaurant on Hurdle that's been there that long? Wow, that's a, that's a great right. story. So uh, basically, if he already knows it, and uh, uh, what would you say uh, is his signature dish, uh, the thing that he would be known for? It's been said on here, but Slovakis for sure are his. You know, chicken and his beef Slovakis are his go-to. Um, but, I mean, his Texas hops, his burgers are phenomenal. His chicken wings are as big as your head. Um, <laughs> now, now, that's quite a – quite a, yeah, Tony, go Sandy, ahead. I've been eating at Costa's for years growing up in North Buffalo. That was one of our go-to places. My father loved going there. In fact, we played soccer against several of the Costa's back in the day. What a great institution. Dave, give us the address again. I mean, Joe, uh, yes, go ahead. 1561 Hurdle, right right at Hurdle on Parkside. Everybody knows. Um, I can give you their phone number, too, if you want to call. Yes, I'd like the phone number. Go ahead. Sure. Their phone number is 838-5225. And, I mean, it's just everybody knows Costa's. You go on, you check the reviews. They get amazing reviews. His brother, Aaliyah, his son, Andre, his nephew, uh, Yanni, his niece, Angelica, they all work there. It's a family business. Um, and it's just an amazing place. Beautiful. Great to have somebody speak up for a, a good restaurant like that. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Got it. Thanks, Sandy. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah, great breakfast, Sandy. You would love it. Let's go to a different kind of uh, a call. Uh, this is Joyce in Amherst. Uh, Joyce is with 716 Fresh. Tell us about 716 Fresh, Joyce. Uh, good morning, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Um, 716 Fresh is a company that's been in business for about five years um, by a wonderful young man named Corey Pepperow. 
Um, he does meal prep service, and we also do food service in a couple of local schools, Mount St. Mary's and the Park School. Oh, really? Good uh, clients. Yeah. Um, the after-school program for Seneca, Seneca School. So um, we're all about locally sourcing, farm-to-table. All of our meals are minimally processed, cooked from scratch. Um, during this crisis, we're going to be offering free delivery, uh, from a 30-mile radius from Orchard Park, so pretty much anywhere in Buffalo. Wow, that's that's good. So that's that's not only for your clients, but it's for the public in general, too? Yes. Okay. Anybody who, who orders from us. We're going to be offering fresh options as well as frozen. We have um, gluten, vegan, and vegetarian options. Wow. Um, we're, yes, and we're going to also offer a military discount. Oh gee, you got all you, you've hit all of the uh, the check marks right there. Military schools, uh, uh, people. Uh, what what do you suggest that people call ahead or walk up? Well, I have a phone number, but we also have a website. Oh, website too. Okay, go ahead. Seven one six fresh dot com, and um, the following number you can call and leave a message. Uh, it's seven one six seven one three seven six one four. Well, it's good to have someone like uh, your organization there uh, ready to uh, serve the public because, you know, all of a sudden one day they just said the restaurants are closed with the exception of takeout, and a lot of people eat a lot of meals out, as you well know. So it's good to, good to have somebody like, uh, like that. It's an unusual situation, too, so I'm glad we could get you on the air. Sure. We also do kids' meals. Um, if anybody's elderly or in need, please give us a call. Um, if you can't afford something, we'll be able to to help people out. Oh, how nice! You know, uh, when you, this is how you test people and organizations in times of stress, and I think there's a great deal of stress there. Uh, one more time with the phone number, please. Sure, it's area code seven one six seven one three seven six. One four. All right. Uh, it's good that you've stepped up, and thanks for allowing us to spread the good word for you. Thanks, Joyce. My call. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye bye. Wow, Tony, uh, uh, getting lots and lots of reaction on this. One thing I've been saying for years, I will put Western New York food up against any area in the country every day of the week. It's uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Anytime. Uh, look, I've worked in San Francisco. And I've worked in Dallas, both uh, uh, very large markets, and they their food isn't any better than ours. Ours will well, I'll put ours up against anybody. I, I always <clears throat> said that, not just now. I've always said that, and I believe it. Eight zero three zero nine three zero one eight hundred six one six nine two three six and star nine thirty. And, uh, Tony, you have a couple of uh, Facebooks for us, please, uh, to get us to the top. I absolutely do. Pam says, in Hamburg uh, Village, Main Street restaurants are doing a zero-contact takeout. You order, pay on the phone, call them, and when you arrive curbside, you pop your trunk, and they put your order inside. Wow, that sounds really good. Uh, Is there a number... No, the, she did not leave a phone number. Okay, but what's the name of the group again? Uh, let's see, in Hammer Village Main Street Restaurants. Oh, okay. So oh, I guess so, the Main Street in the Village of oh, Hamburg. It's, so. it's a conglomerate yeah. of several restaurants. Good. All right, when we come back, we still got an hour. We're going to give you all the information we can. Let me give you a quick uh, summary. So far, uh, this is uh, McDuff's, Sorrentino's, Lombardo's, Louis Hot Dogs, Londa's Restaurant, Athena. Uh, let's see, Dirty Bird, Rizzo's, 
Papa Leo's, Seamus, Chefs, uh, 716 Fresh, and uh, uh, Costas. Good. I actually got them all in. I could read my own writing. That's very good. We'll be back right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 